Blog Talk Radio. To get a thousand miles from the Earth, a rocket would need this much power. It would take far more than a human lifetime. But a space station might look something like this. To get a thousand you are now listening the to the Technologist KS3 Radio Show. Today's host, Kenneth Saunders III. Hello, good morning. This is the Technologist Kids Through Radio Show. I am your host, Kenneth Saunders III. As I sit here drinking my coffee, I start thinking about life in general. And I think it's a wonderful thing that I can actually speak to you on this Morning Rise edition of the Technologies Kids for Radio Show. And think about how can I inform you all during these next 14 minutes. The theme of today's show is actually called Let's Develop. Now, this is pretty much going to be a developer-focused show. And the reason why is that because we're here at the beginning of 2015, and this year is going to be a heavy year when it comes to development. And as me being a developer and knowing specific things about how create applications for your iPhone, iPad, your Android, your Windows product, these are things that I feel that are really important for everyone to kind of get familiar with. Because particularly when it comes to home automation, the Internet of Things, these next these devices that are coming out this year may require you to have some level of understanding of what programming is all about, particularly for those who have ideas for apps and how these things can all integrate into each other. Now, what's actually amazing, and I'll run down some facts that <coughs> excuse me, I came out yesterday. One is that Apple made over a half a billion dollars during the holiday season in their app store. That is an, a, a, a huge amount of money for a very short period of time. And a lot of that has to do with people spending money on the new iPhones and new iPads, and they're actually spending money. Now, that's very important because of the fact is that, and I don't really like getting into the whole iOS versus Android war, But there are some very fundamental facts that are hard to ignore. 
when it comes to both type, both ecosystems. Now, as a developer, and for most developers, is that they will go for and develop for iOS first, just like how I'm doing for my church. I'm developing for iOS first before going to Android. Why is that, you ask? Well, because of the certain guidelines that Apple puts into place that actually makes development easier, but it also, if you're creating an app that is to be sold in their app store, you have a higher chance of people actually spending money on your app versus the Android ecosystem and with their Play Store where they where people want things for free. And I've had conversations with people, and I do. I, you know, I'll ask what kind of phone that they have. Why did they pick it out? Simply because of the fact that when it comes to people who have Android, one of the things that they tout as being an advantage and the reason why they don't want to go with iOS is the fact, uh, not the fact, but this whole feeling that, you that all the apps for Android is free, while with iOS you have to pay for everything. That's not really the case because of the model, the freemium model or free-to-play model is that on both platforms you can play, you can download something for free, get a little taste of it, and then there are upgrades that you pay for within the app. So you have in-app purchases. But also, here's another reason why most developers go with iOS first. If they are native coders, native meaning that they're actually using Xcode and Swift and Objective-C for the coding, not HTML5. But with iOS, that right now 68% of all iOS devices are on iOS 8, which is the newest, which is the latest operating system that came out in October. 68%. So that pretty much guarantees that if you create an app and you design it for specifically for iOS 8, you're going to get the vast majority of people who have iOS devices, which include your iPhones, iPads, iPod Touch. 68% of them are going to be running the latest operating system, which is great. But even if you drop it down to iOS 7, you're getting 97, 97% of the market. Now, on the Android side, and this is where it gets a little bit more complicated, the latest operating system for Android is called Lollipop. Lollipop Android 5.0. It came out a month ago. And let's say this. The first three days of iOS 8, for instance, 28% of iOS devices automatically adopted it. That's millions of people who who download iOS 8, 28%. Well, Lollipop has been out for a month. And point. 1% are using Android 5.0 Lollipop. 
and it's only been out for a month. Now, granted, this new operating system, Lollipop, is actually pretty good. It's actually pretty nice. And the fact is, is that you have, you, you, you specifically have new design, new security, actual beneficial features within a lollipop that allows you to be able to really enjoy the whole new Android experience. The vast majority of people do not have that understanding of what what specifically is in and uh, within Lollipop that allows you to be able to really take advantage of the full Android experience. But again, as a developer, if I'm going ahead and I'm like, hey, I am going to learn this new material design, this new aesthetics of what Android is supposed to be, and I go and try to push out an app specifically for Android for Lollipop, I'm only getting right now a month in 0.1% of the market. Which means that, okay, now I, instead of developing for Kit, for, for Lollipop, now I have to drop down to KitKat. But out of the people who have Androids running KitKat, which is Android 4.4, 39% of the Android market is using it. That's still, with Lollipop, KitKat, I am still getting less than half of the Android market. So now I've got to drop it back down even further to, in order to get the majority of Android users. And so the problem is, is that you can't utilize the latest technologies that Google is trying to push because the vast majority of people who have Android cannot use it. And here's the kicker, too. The only phones that can run and tablets that can run Lollipop are your Nexus products, your Motorola G uh, and Motorola X products, phones and tablets. Nexus label does not include your, your Samsung Galaxy line, your LG G3, LG G2. It doesn't include those. So why is that? Well, part of it is that before it's actually pushed out to your device, see, all the manufacturers, in order for them to make themselves different from each other, they create an overlay. So there's a reason why each Android phone, depending on the manufacturer, looks different, slightly different, even though it's all still Android. But it still has to go through that process of making sure their overlay is compatible with the new, with the new uh, uh, vacations for Android, then it has to be tested to the carrier to make sure that it doesn't break the phone. And then through that testing, it goes back to the manufacturer for all the bug fixes, and then back to the carrier, and then it's released. Now, Apple hasn't had the perfect record for releasing their operating system. It's not bug-free, but the fact is, that it's pretty much safe to download, and the vast majority of people who have Apple products download the update immediately. So, 
as a developer, you have to really make the hard decisions on who you're going to develop for. Do you develop for natively? I'm not talking about hybrid. Natively. If you had a limited amount of resources, which is time, who do you develop for? iOS or Android? Android has the largest market share. More people are on Android than iOS. That's a fact. But which users are using the latest technology? which is using the more secure technology. And that is simply, that's iOS. And here's the thing. I am speaking not from any type of just opinion. These are facts. And as a developer, you have to look at things very logically. But then also, even if you are a person that has an idea for an app, you still have to decide, particularly if you're funding this app. Do I go for one where I get the greatest bang for my buck, or do I try to make things more complicated by developing for both platforms? And honestly, I can't even talk about BlackBerry or even Windows Phone at this point because their market share is just not even significant enough. BlackBerry is trying to hang in there, but I'll talk about them in another episode. But, again, these are the things as a developer, and if you want to be a developer, that you have to constantly think about. And it greatly will change the way on how you decide to really control your cost. You want you as a developer, you want to do things to be and you want to be innovative. So go with the platform that allows you to be innovative. Not more open. Because innovation is about being able to bring things to the masses and allow them to be able to use it. Not to have a feature just because. I want to thank everyone for listening to my show. I hope you all have a great weekend. See you on Monday.